When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yesterday at the gym, someone complimented me on my swimmer's body. Okay. I was flattered until I realized walruses can swim. Patrick Nevy. What? (laughs) (laughs) This is, you've never moved past Facebook 2013 posts. This is, your brain is permanently wired for that. (laughs) You're never going to break out of it. It's funny, okay? <laughs> Ridiculous. You boy. ever seen a walrus like move on dry land? It's the it's it makes you feel so good about yourself, man. I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's that Planet Earth documentary that talks about the walruses and how there's too many of them because the ice caps are shrinking or whatever. Yeah. And it's just this dramatic slow motion video of walruses tumbling down a cliff. <laughs> and it's supposed to be this really sad thing, but also it's so funny. I don't think the problem is there's too many walruses. I think the problem is there's too little ice. <laughs> They're just flipping down the hill. And you're like, oh, I feel so bad for this animal that's dying in front of me. But Stop also, Stop showing videos of this. It will only make global warming worse. People will be like, you know what? I'm going to start like, yes. hairspraying more so I can get more of this content. Just running around in the street. Just both arms up in the air. That's I'm, what we I'm want. duct taping space heaters to the to the, sh- the satellites. You know, like, I'm just like, let's get this boy toasty. <laughs> <laughs> you say global warming, I say space heater. Yeah, that's right. pretty funny. That's good. Thank you. Okay. That's good, Patrick. Thank you for that. I needed that. You're welcome. welcome to the Crunch, the only podcast that's the auditory equivalent of walking through both a Kroger and a Home Depot. It's your boy Ethan. And I'm Patrick. I think that the more we lean in to our appliance uh, <laughs> appliance bend, the more we lean into our cereal bend, the more likely it is we'll get sponsored by either like General Mills or Cuisinart. Or Cuisinart. Yeah. That's that's the goal. That is the end. If okay, so we have one of our end goal sponsorships that we'll talk we already about. Hit, we already hit. We already hit the Catholic Match sponsor. We already hit the Catholic Match sponsor, which you'll hear about when we get to Doctor Ethan's Dating Corner. But also, the Catholic Match sponsorship is running on this episode. Oh, it's not. I thought they were just sponsoring the segment. Are they sponsoring the no, whole show? No, they're going. Forever? They're go, They're they're sponsoring the whole show. We have that ad. But what I want to do in the future, and I guess we could talk about this in the show, is yeah. uh, I want to have Doctor Ethan's Dating Corner just straight sponsored by Catholic Match. Yeah, that's the dream. So then to have a sponsored have, spot. Yeah, you know. And then every episode. Kia. Every episode before that, we'll have like a, a thing at the end. We'll make sure like Doctor Ethan's Dating Corner is sponsored by Catholic Match, just to fulfill their you know they need to get ad and anyway they need to get yeah. ears on their ads, baby. Got to get some ears on those ads. But the so that's the the first end goal. We've we've hit that ladder mark. Okay, I know the, it only took us four years, step. but we did it. Okay, four years from now, mark this moment. What's today? no? It's exponential growth. Okay, April, we're, thinking, okay, we're so talking two years. Two now. years. Okay, so April fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Remember this. Everyone write this down. That's, that's today. That's today. What I'm saying is, this, oh, I know okay. what I'm saying is from today, two years from today. So April 15th, 2023, we will have either General Mills or Cuisinart sponsoring this podcast. 
Okay. I'm going to yeah. say it right now. If we don't have that, then I will publicly humiliate myself somehow. Today, today is a very special day. Regardless, do you know, do you know what today celebrates? The week anniversary of me forgetting about your birthday last week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it celebrates my mom's birthday. Oh, okay, my mom's birthday is today. Della! It's also it's also about a hundred and eleven years since the Titanic sank. All right. About. It's also it's also the five year anniversary of the Boston Marathon uh, bombing, and it's also the anniversary of Lincoln's assassination, and it's tax day. So. My mom has the worst birthday. <laughs> Dang. That's I, I don't... tried to sandwich the Boston bombing in between the Lincoln assassination and the Titanic. I feel like we're far enough removed from those from those two ancillary things. tragedies. Yeah. Sure. The Titanic's at the point where it's just you know, it's it's a it's a meme, right? Yeah. Lincoln assassination far enough away that you're just like, ah, oh, that's ancient history. Boston Marathon bombing is like, ooh. Ugh. I remember yeah. that. You know, I remember when that happened. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not good. I know. My, this That's, podcast, this podcast, official opinion on the Boston bombing is bad. Is bad. Yeah. Any any time innocent people die, we're opposed. Yes. Put put that on in your pipe and smoke it, <laughs> as they say. Uh, Speaking of pipes, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I got uh, got a lot going on this week. I'm very yeah. excited. Where Emma and I are taking engagement photos next week. Which is funny because we're closer to our wedding than we are to the day we got engaged. I think <laughs> at this point, yeah. uh, I put on my. This is I've I've never felt better, and I'm sure you've felt this at some point. Is I put on the outfit that I'm gonna wear for our engagement photos, and I walked into the room where Emma was, and she said, "Wow, you look hot." And I was like, "Yes, I feel good about my." Finally, I've done it. <laughs> All those years in high school were not <laughs> wasted. I'm hot that, now. That's how I'm, I'm hot I got. now. I'm hot now. <laughs> it only it only took monogamy. This is why I am. This is why I am pro. This is why I am pro marriage because marriage is the only way that people like me yes. can be hot to somebody. <laughs> I know. A, a walrus boy in a in a in a PVC pipe and a, an absolute mermaid. Okay. <laughs> Both get married and both become hot in their own way. And that's the story of this podcast. Oh, you're the PVC pipe. Okay. I'm that's the PVC funny. pipe. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I was trying to think of something skinny and white, and that was just the first image that popped into my mind. No, it's perfect. Yeah. That's so funny. I Yeah. Um Patrick's that, not if you've never seen Patrick, he's not fat. Like the Walrus comment at the beginning of the podcast is not because Patrick is fat. Like he's just a bit taller and 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 th- more built than the rest of us. <laughs> it's a well that I keep going back to, uh, sure. and I think that well has run dry. There was a yes. point. There was a point in my in high school where I, when I was a senior in high school, my youth minister told me, "Hey, Patrick, you have to stop making fat jokes about yourself." <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "Because it's there so are funny. people." <laughs> I was like, "It's hilarious," and he was like, "Because there are people in our youth ministry who are more overweight than you are, and so you are calling you are calling them fat." By calling you, and I was like, oh, oh that's a yeah. good point. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to keep doing it. Oh. And I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some people have made millions off of fat jokes. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst part. I mean, imagine imagine if I had continued in stand-up comedy. I would have I 
you know, had to gain weight just to keep up the appearances. You can't make any jokes in stand up about being fat because it'll make Gabriel Iglesias feel bad about himself. Because then he, because <laughs> that means he'll be fat. Yeah, and that's he doesn't know. We don't want to do that. No, that's no good. It's incredible that he's made. Yeah, is that he's? Bit. I'm not fat. I'm fluffy. That's his whole. That's his whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole bit. You really gotta. You really gotta be careful with that. There was a, there was this really amazing stand up comedian, not Chris Farley. Everyone's thinking Chris Farley. His problem is cocaine. I know of who you're talking about. I think John something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole thing was his whole thing was is being fat. He had a really funny bit about people taking too long to order at McDonald's. Yes, it's the same eight items. Yeah. Yes. Um, and John I think Panette. about that every time. John, John Panette, Panette. Yeah, he's so funny. He's hilarious, but he died very early because of complications to because of obesity. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Funny fat man say funny thing, and then he mm-hmm. died at forty, and they go, oh no, we should not have we should not have enabled him. Uh, he was in the last episode of Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. Which is interesting. <laughs> his opening line in one of his specials was, you know how they say in every fat person, there's a skinny person waiting to come out? Well, when mine came out, mine was fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That is kind of funny. But he's yeah, he died. He was 50 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. He, no, this is... Oh, holy, holy cow. This is crazy. So... He couldn't walk past a homeless guy without giving them a $20 bill, his manager said. He would say, there but for the grace of God go I. No way. Wow, this guy's cool. What? Yeah, what the heck? Next you're going to tell me he's Catholic. I Well, I hope so. That would be crazy. I'm, we I gotta get the, we gotta, I, I'll start the cause for his canonization. I know, we might as well. Um, well, that's good. Do you want to do, do the rest of the, the podcast? yeah let's do it so we're about to start the hot take time machine do you have a topic for like when we get through the hot take time machine oh no i don't okay Okay, so john this is gonna be this is gonna be a wild ride because we're just gonna have to get there and then come up with it because we have no time to stall yeah we're just gonna have to figure it out also john panette did go to a catholic high school so close enough i know he died in pittsburgh oh yeah, all right. Let's, that's funny. Let's, you're 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 halfway there. So let's get that investigation going. Let's uh, get all the documents together. He died in Pittsburgh. Up. That's like dying in Rome. Okay, but for <laughs> America, <laughs> Pittsburgh is the Rome of the West. Yeah, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some writings from the church fathers on why Peter was a yinzer. <laughs> that's what we need. Uh, let's, do, let's do the hot take time machine. Do you want to hop in the hot take time? Welcome to the Hot Take Time Machine, the part of the show where we take a look back at the prime of our social media posting lives. If you have a hot take that's five years or older, why don't you slide it into our DMs, Ethan at thecrunchcast.com or Patrick at thecrunchcast.com. Ethan, do you have a hot take for us? I do. I am finding it, locating it, locating it, locating it, downloading it. Computing. I'm re-uploading it to the cloud. I'm hacking into the mainframe. I'm hacking into the mainframe. (laughs) I don't understand why iMessage doesn't uh, (laughs) say, here we go, downloading, downloading, downloading. Here we go. All right. So 
this is a, a, a bit of a departure from what we normally do. I'd like to introduce other mediums into the hot take time machine. I'm okay. probably going to, I'm probably going to dip into this. Well, uh, a bit more frequently in the future. Cause I think it's so funny. Instead of hot take time machine, we're hitting up texts to X's. No, X's. well, it's not, it's not a text <laughs> per se. It's a, it's something I texted to someone. It was, I took a screenshot and I was like, I didn't know where the screenshot saved, but I did know that I texted it to this particular person. So, uh, something that's really fun to do when you rent a movie is to look at the reviews and then sort by one star and to <laughs> see why people hated a particular movie. So this is from a couple weeks ago. We watched the passion on uh, good Friday and this isn't really about it being like the movie about Jesus at all. But <laughs> I got this one star review. We might have to turn hot take time machine into one star review time machine because <laughs> it's just so good. So this is from Lori. L-O-R-E-E, in all caps, Warren, one star. The title of the review is, can't cancel a mistake. Amazon does not help seniors. <laughs> I accidentally ordered th- his this movie, but it is available for free on a Prime. I am a senior citizen and have been unable to cancel online, two words. I can barely use a computer. <laughs> when I call, your message says you want to help seniors, but seniors need the phone. I tried chat, but can't get past the category. Help, 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 help. <laughs> One star. One star. Three, three people found this helpful. <laughs> three. <laughs> That's the best part. I am a senior someone's citizen. Like, finally, someone's advocating for the seniors. I am a senior citizen and have been unable to cancel online. <laughs> what? I can do, barely do use Do senior a citizens just post... Like a twenty-year-old, but unironically, yes, like online, online. <laughs> Seniors need the phone. Help, help, Seniors help, 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 help. She help. just types help over and over again. Pretty funny. I think the 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 you know if you say help three times, Jeff Bezos magically appears pops in out your of bathroom. your computer and says, "Hey, I heard you're a senior. <laughs> yeah. but you're in need of assistance." Uh, the other funny thing about the the uh, Amazon Prime reviews for The Passion of the Christ, a lot of people upset that it was in Aramaic. Really? I don't want to read a movie. I want to watch a movie. Americans that was hate a, subtitle films. We they know really this. do. But that's every person that I talk to after you watch The Passion, it's like, did you even realize, like, kind of towards the end of the movie, did you even think about how it wasn't in English? And they're like, no. No. Like, after the first two minutes, you forget. Yeah, and dubbed dubbed movies are like. Here's the thing: I've I had to dub a movie scene <laughs> for a project once, uh-huh. and it was hard, and it is yeah. not good. You can was tell it, when people do it poorly. Was it the original Godzilla film? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a Bollywood movie. Oh, um, yeah, and I had Slumdog to dub Millionaire. It. That's not Bollywood. <laughs> they do have that dance. Indians. They do have that dance scene at the end, though. I mean, yeah, but it's just about Indian people. It's not Bollywood. Interesting. It's not made in India. Carry on. You can't get. It's like how you can't get Cubans from anywhere besides Cuba. The cigar, not the person. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I just needed to clarify. It sounded weird coming out of my mouth. Um, yeah, so we had to we had to dub it. It was very difficult because they they tell you to like, oh, you try to match it up with their mouths, but like English words and Hindi words are very different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go at different speeds. They go at different speeds. Subtitles, and then, you know. subtitles slap. I think if you're opposed to subtitles in movies, you're just kind of opposed to a you're whole. Wrong. You're well. You're just opposed to everything that isn't English, which is yeah. There's a lot of movies, like a lot of Japanese films, a lot of French films that are like good and worth your time. You, but you but, should watch them in subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
anime. Everyone should watch anime. Anime is a mortal sin. We all know this. <laughs> it's all right, true. would you like to? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, give so me your, give me your hot tip. Uh, this one comes from April 2016. Uh, this is a very, very 2013. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. I watched My Hero Academia again. <laughs> That's four times this week, my son. I know. I know. I just can't stop. I just can't stop. <laughs> Sword can't Art stop. Online is so good. <laughs> um. Anyway, why is the platypus duck build? Why can't the duck be platypus build? Gosh. Uh, <laughs> that's what we call platypus pilled. Okay. Oh no. Uh, yeah. And no. so the comments were what I found. <laughs> I replied right. I used to do this thing where I would post something I found funny, and then I would post another joke as the first comment. Sure. And I reply. I, I said to myself, "I'm going to email science and ask them to fix this." <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend, who was a biology major, said, "No, Patrick." And I was like, "Brittany, you're part of science. Can you fix this?" And then uh, my friend, my friend Indiana Jones, not. Not on a, oh bless you thank you bless you but yeah my uh, my friend Indiana Jones whose name is actually Indiana Jones you're kidding said yeah I said all science all is science uh, science is all all hail science and Indiana Jones said you're the worst Catholic ever and I said Saint Cosmas and Damien do not approve weren't they weren't they doctors yeah they were science boys science boys it's true yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm sorry my I'm so I need we need to figure out a new thing for hot take time machine because I just keep pumping out gold okay. Yeah. Yeah, Absolute this is supposed to be slaps. the things from the past that are bad. This not is the things from the past that Patrick's, are good. Patrick's absolutely electric commentary on ducks and platypuses. <laughs> Apparently, it's because the English went to Australia, not vice versa. <laughs> is the platypus native to Australia? Yes. No way, bro. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, stop. <laughs> John Bennett's there, too. <laughs> and Elvis and Michael Jackson. Um, and Tupac. The platypus is the sole living representative of its family. <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine there's a bunch of other creatures like the platypus just all dead, and the platypus is walking around all around me. Familiar. familiar. The most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. <laughs> it's true. Do you remember that? Do you remember the Tigger movie? Did you ever watch the Tigger movie? I think we went to see the Tigger movie, but my brother got so scared at the end because of the heffalumps <laughs> that we had to we had to leave the theater. <laughs> the heffalumps were absolutely terrifying. Yeah, but he goes on a search for Tiggers and he can't find any other Tiggers. Right. He's like, "I'm right. the only Tigger." That's so sad. And he tries to find them, and he's like, "I don't have a family." And then it's so cute because at the end, all of the people from all the animals, not people, all the animals from Hundred Acre Wood dress up as tiggers to say uh, we are we your, are family. your family we're your family and let's, that's what i think and that's what i think we need to do about endangered species we just need to dress up dress bears up and like rabbits them. as tigers <laughs> and convince them they're not alone we need to there's no more do we need to preserve any species from getting no. killed we need to strap space heaters to the satellites and then <laughs> if anything dies just this is we, we talk about wanting to reboot the economy. Let's get the costume industry going again. You know, we've we've really hit like a we really hit party a dip. city will no longer be a seasonal endeavor. Okay, no, this will be twenty four seven three year six, round. Five. Hey, hey, you want a bald eagle? I got you, bald eagle. Boom, I got you, right bald here. Eagle. Can you just apparently? Imagine? Apparently, Elon Musk said that science is is very close to being able to recreate Jurassic Park. Uh, first of all, cap. Uh, second of all, why not recreate animals that matter? 
Dinosaurs don't matter. We put them in our cars, okay? They're our servants now. All right. What? We um <laughs> we should we if we have the technology to to make new creatures to like well, use I don't think DNA. it's making new ones. If we if we pick anything, I'm bringing yeah. back the megalodon. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. yes. <laughs> Do you understand how many ships we would lose? Could I, you imagine if a megalodon got caught in the Suez Canal? <laughs> okay. If we, I <laughs> so, still don't. I still don't understand that reference, and I refuse to learn what it means. But <laughs> uh, if we had to pick one dinosaur to bring back, which one are you bringing back? The Apatosaurus. We have the same name. Is how big is he? He's pretty big. He's pretty big. Pretty big I'm guy. Thinking, he's got a long. He's got a long neck. He's a necky boy. I think uh, the guy I'd bring back is is uh, Stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. Because he's he's not a meat eater, and so you don't no. have to kind of you don't have to worry. But also, he's like the sickest looking one. Triceratops you know? is the sickest looking Tri- one. Well, Triceratops, yeah. yeah. But I think I feel like in order to witness like the full power of the Triceratops, you, <laughs> you, you need have, a Tyrannosaurus. You need Rex. a Tyrannosaurus Rex for it to, you know, like <laughs> get its horns into. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to see. I want to see a Triceratops face off against a rhinoceros. What is the size comparison? That's a that's a question. That's a good question. Can they do you think they can tell we don't have a topic? <laughs> <laughs> who but would I'm win actually, in a fight? Who would I'm win act- in a fight between a rhino and a triceratops? Rhinoceros size. <laughs> it's on Cora, who would have thought? Um, okay. So let's pick the the biggest one, the white rhinoceros, 5000 pounds. Okay? Okay. Okay. Triceratops. So we know how tall it is. Oh gosh. Mass could be anywhere up to 26,000 pounds. <laughs> the Triceratops would just step on a rhinoceros. Yeah. It Isn't would that be... crazy how big they were? It just doesn't make any sense to me. That's nuts. Yeah. I, for a it... long time, I'm always just like, I can't believe there's so many people into paleontology. But then you realize like, man, these guys were big. And you're like, all right, I guess I could st- spend my whole life thinking about just how big they were. And they that's units, what know. was the biggest. The Argentinosaurus was the biggest dinosaur. Argentina's got to feel pretty good about that one. That's, uh, isn't that Pope Francis? Okay. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. The Argentinosaurus is 220,000 pounds estimated. 100 feet long. 100 feet long? 100 feet long. That's a third of a pounds. football field. How big is elephant? How big is elephant? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> You're right. They know we don't have a topic at this point. Elephant is 13,000 pounds. So <laughs> Elephant is 13,000 pounds. So approximately 10 times the size of an elephant is how big the biggest dinosaur was. I found I found a, a, a battle simulator. <laughs> okay. We really I found need a rhino versus triceratops battle simulator. <laughs> okay. So, you... Okay. No, I'm we not going to... We got to move on. We got to move on. <laughs> this is too... <laughs> Man, you really can't find anything on the internet. <laughs> I know. What a, what a world. Okay. The information superhighway. Man, it really is. Uh, if, right, it, so. if there are any dinosaur companies out there that want to sponsor this podcast, let me know. Uh, um, so. Let- hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have a, I guess I have some thoughts that I could just kind of, kind of launch at you, maybe. Um, something we've been toying with, we as in my fiance and I. Okay. Did you know I have a fiance? Uh, I did. Her name's Emma. She's great. Everyone's subscribe. People with fiances are like people who do CrossFit. Yeah. Well, it's just hard to like, not bring them up. You know. Yeah, and then the, and you like for the first couple of months you're like, oh my fiance and I, and you kind of wait for that like Disney Channel original movie like applause, uh-huh. like woo. <laughs> <in the background. laughs> <laughs> it's like that's how it feels. You're like you get that everyone's like, ooh, a fiance. You guys. Are and then the person the you're talking to goes, oh, you have a fiance, and then the audience goes, oh. oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So we've been we've been chatting a little bit about uh where we're going to be and the kind of life that we want to live obviously more so like where do we want to move and what, what do we want our mission together to to look like I suppose mm-hmm. I think that adult converts and adult baptisms are like the most important thing that need to be happening in the church right now. And this is kind of where you can be looped into the conversation a little bit is because I think we're scared to acknowledge the fact that we need to baptize adults who are not baptized in order to have an alive church. Yes. And that was, this is something that I heard is like the normal way for people to come into a relationship with Christ is I mean, yes, it's infant baptism if your family is Catholic, but that's like infant baptism is infant baptism is good, but it's not the same because it's really hard as a as a baby boy to say, oh, because of my sins, I am dead in Christ, and now I am alive in Christ, or, or I'm dead, to, I'm dead to the whatever, and then I am baptized, and then now I'm I'm alive and I'm living the newness of life, mm-hmm. and I I know Romans three and I know Romans six, and I'm a baby, and what's going on? Like it's really hard to. <laughs> It's yeah. really hard to do that. But when you're an adult, you really feel the weight of like, wow, my whole life before this point, I was dead in my sin. And now everything you, you can, you can, you can, you can, yeah. you don't have to. It's a lot easier as an adult. And then I'm going to get baptized. And I'm going to enter into the Catholic church. I'm going to say, okay, everything after this is I'm living a life with Christ. And there's, there's kind of a, a split line. And I think that leads to people raising their families differently. It leads to people. Uh, being more willing to evangelize people more willing to get out of their comfort zone to invite other people to experience what they've experienced. Cause as much as we've had encounters with Jesus as people who have been raised Catholic, it's not the same. And there's a different spirituality and a different kind of encounter with Christ that comes from adults who are not baptized, who get baptized adults who are not confirmed, who get confirmed and then start living the fullness of the Catholic faith. And so I was just wondering like why why we haven't really i feel like our rcia numbers are just kind of 
puttering along with whoever's getting married and is also coming into the church, you know? So like, what's, what's holding us, holding us back from really pushing like adult converts. Cause I feel like we talk, we do all this youth ministry and we do all this, you know, sack prep where, where is the focus on adult converts? Cause, and then all the adult ministry is all about, we need to re-energize Catholics, which is like what we would have been doing if we had gone to that other parish. It's like, Oh, we got to re-energize the parish, but like re-energizing the parish doesn't, how do you think you do that? If, if not bringing in people who are not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if this is as much of a topic as it is just like a, I've been kind of thinking about this and want my life to kind of be oriented towards that, I suppose. I've definitely been thinking about it too. And yeah, you're a youth minister though. I'm well, I'm also, well, no, you're the director of evangelization. Sorry. I'm I'm the coordinator. I'm the coordinator of evangelization. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Listen, I don't have a master's degree. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like a second Lieutenant. Okay. You're getting, but you're getting a master's degree. Yeah. So I'm like half of a director. I'm a dur of evangelization. And so (laughs) you don't want to be an actor. No, a rector. rector. You don't want to be a rector. No. (laughs) Uh, but, so I think if you asked any parish, do you care about adult converts? They They'd would say, say yes. Of course. Of course, course we do. Of and course. then if you were if you were a smart like a smart cookie, like a parish consultant, you would say, How much money do you put into your RCAA program? How much time do you spend making your Sunday inviting to people who are not Catholic? How much time do you spend? How many non Catholics do you know as a parish worker? <sighs> Um, yeah. And then you show me, you show me how many non-Catholics, you know, I'll show you how much you care about evangelizing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, it's very, it's very easy. I'm saying this is a youth minister. I, I used to, I used to be of the mind where I was like, man, we really got it. We really got to show that we care about youth ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people care too much about youth ministry. All right. We've we've come full circle on this podcast. And this is my job that I'm talking about. Yeah. Like I, I think I think we care too much about youth ministry. Yes. I care a lot about let me rephrase it. I think we care about the wrong things. I think having a youth ministry is um is an important thing. But like as a youth minister, I'm not trying to make myself indispensable. We talked about this a while back. I'm trying to make myself dispensable. Yes. Dispense know? with me. Please. Please toss me out you know like once you've once you have drained my brain of all of the unique ideas and taught them to people who live here and all of my charming personality and wit and uh, comedic (laughs) insight well you can't teach that 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 just that that just that just that's uh that's factory settings you can't you can't do anything about that um (laughs) so that's how i came you know that's how i i Uh I, that's just how i exist um but i think i think once you teach people how to have a good youth ministry that just putters along you know Mm -hmm. you don't Mm -hmm. But it takes a lot of effort. We, for the past two years I've been at this parish, two and a half years, we've been racking our brains of like adult faith formation. We got to have an adult faith formation program. It's been in our mission. It's been in our mission three, our top three goals. It's been in our three goals. Start an adult faith formation program for years, for years. And it's only just now. I didn't have an answer to that question. It's only just now that I was like, you know, looking over my youth ministry manifesto and I found the answer. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, you just do what you do for youth ministry, but for the whole parish. Huh? 
this is why I think like youth ministry. I think can you imagine inviting ministry. a bunch of adults every week to eat pizza and sit on the floor while someone talks about praise and worship music? You just described Alpha. Okay, That's I, I really alpha did. Is. <laughs> it's like you you invite people into community, and mm-hmm. you have a community that is prearranged to accept those people, mm-hmm. and. You have to have a place for them to go next and to go next and to go next, right? And you have to have, like, mechanisms in place to take them deeper into their faith. But the difference is, is that it's hard, it's harder to pinpoint because you're not under a time crunch. I have four mm-hmm. years yeah. with these kids. Two years with most of them, right? Because now they're all, so- all the sophomores. But, you know, I and I don't have to run. I don't have to take collections, right? I don't have to run. I don't have to make sure people are signed up to be ushers on Sunday, you know, to deal with my thing. Mm-hmm. I just have to make sure there's food. I have to prep a 15-minute talk, a couple of questions, and they pretty much and a prayer thing, and they do it themselves. You know, sometimes a game if there's really we're really light on content that week. We I try to do a game every week. It's important really? to do a game. Yeah, because games you, are fun. Games are real fun. I I used to as as a as a as a heady kind of guy. You know, I, I used to kind of be off on games, but even even the dorky games. I here's something that I don't do. I don't do prizes. And prizes here's why. Suck. First of all, I'm lazy. Second of all. Um, teenagers will just fight each other for no reason. So you don't even need prizes. <laughs> yes. If you true. tell them there will be a winner, they will just go for They'll it. Just do they don't anything. need you don't need to entice them, you know. You don't need to tell them to bring their friends. I even I even tell them this. I'm like uh some of my some of my youth ministry friends do uh prizes if you and you get like a raffle and uh you get your name every time you come to youth group, you get your name in the jar. But if mm-hmm. you bring a friend, their name and your name both go in the jar twice. Mm. so like every anyway so your first time you get two names anyway but i don't do that because i think that sends a weird message to the people who are visiting yeah it's like i wanted i wanted to win a 25 dollar taco bell gift card so that's why you're here so thank you for coming (laughs) you know it's a great way to grow your ministry but it's not organic anyway that's Mm -hmm. not important well no it is because we do the same thing wait hold on we literally do the same thing with parishes hey you guys want to win a golf cart you guys want to come and win a win a win a win a, a Toyota Rav Four? We have a raffle who, going off. It's a who gives away a Rav Four at a parish? <laughs> I think it was a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Anyway, what? Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was new. So, okay. but no, we do the same thing at parishes. We we throw together fundraisers and we try to like drum up you know attendance. But people who are not Catholic, they see right through it. They're like, you're just trying to get my butt in a seat. And mm-hmm. the only the only thing they see is the fact that people who come every week give money. And so they're they're. Um, their perception is you just want my attendance, not mm-hmm. my soul. Mm-hmm. And the only reason you want my attendance, if you don't want my soul, it must be for the money. So that's why the Catholic church gets a bad rep for only wanting money. Yeah. It's inadvertent because the only thing, the only socials that we have are fundraisers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> imagine if, imagine if I, imagine if I had a pizza dinner for my kids every month and that was mm-hmm. the only thing we did that was social. And I made them pay ten bucks, and I kept saying, "Hey, make sure you get your ten dollar pizza fundraiser dinner." Uh, they would feel like I didn't love them, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can learn a lot from youth ministry because youth ministry has been, you know, it's it's almost it's almost been done to death in terms of like books mm-hmm. written about it and like all the different ways we could do it. You can you can literally get a degree in it from Franciscan. I d- I did mm-hmm. not get that degree. Thank um, goodness. Yeah, it would. I mean. Talk about pigeonholing yourself. Uh, it's like you're here forever, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think that you brought up a good point. It's like show. It's really, really important that we get adult converts. 
Yeah. But we don't actually believe that. Otherwise, we would yes. behave like it. Yes. That's the... Uh, this has also kind of been driven by the, the readings lately. Because as soon as Easter happens, you're in the book of Acts. And you're like, okay, we're going. And we're... And we're in jail. And we're out of jail. And we're back in jail. And we're back in jail. Shadows are healing people, baby. And people falling out of windows and all that. It's great. We love it. Love the book of Acts. Um, People are getting stoned. Yeah. Do you know know that video of Paul Rudd and the guy from the Hot Ones where he's like, look at us? Yeah. Look at us? Yeah. It's when we were at... Peter and John. Peter and John. (laughs) Look at us. They they look down at the guy on the ground. They go, look at us. And then his flash would appear. Hey, look at us. John goes, who would have thought? Who the guy on the ground goes, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Uh, that's wow. just funny. Okay, so <laughs> we've been reading the book of Acts. And Jesus, up into heaven. Out. Holy Spirit, Whoosh. down onto earth. Okay, in. <laughs> in, right? And they're on fire. And so they are running around telling everybody that they can about the truth, right? And they're baptizing all of these people. And I'm just, and if you just think about like where they were, okay, they, they go to jail, the angels let them out of jail. They go right back out into the synagogue and <laughs> just start, start doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. again. They are in the places where people are. You can say a lot of things about Catholic ministries, but the 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 youth room is not where people are. <laughs> it is it's true. I mean, there it's it's it serves a purpose, right? There is a a one one time a week or maybe two times a week where people do come and they have encounters with Christ and in community, and I think that's good and that's important, and. You could say the the a greater thing of like yeah, there are there's a much larger percent of people outside of the Catholic Church on Sundays, you know, for Mass than there are inside of the church. So not, I'm not trying to say that you should never go to the church for something, right? Yeah, obviously, yeah. But they were they were going out to where the people were, mm-hmm. and they were acting like fools. People thought they were drunk, but they were telling everybody that they could tell about it. And the way that they were living economically reflected this. They gave, they sold everything they owned. They gave it all to the apostles. And the apostles said, all right, we're going to, everybody's going to be provided for because we're all living equally. And granted, this is a different culture in a different time and in a different place where selling all that you had was probably a little bit easier. They probably <laughs> liquidation sale. Everything must go. Like, I don't know. I got two pots and I got a couple of sandals and yeah. uh, a tunic. I got one tunic. I'm going to need that, though, because don't want to evangelize naked. Yeah, I need my uh, linen ephod. Yeah, that, that, evangelizing naked won't happen for at least another 1,200 years. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, granted, there are a bit of uh, some cultural differences between what the early Christians did and what we ought to be doing. Yeah. But the the thought that they just immediately turned and oriented everything towards this one goal and I just feel like in ministry, we're kind of, we're not really turned or oriented towards anything. And that's the thing that just gets me. Uh, and I don't think there's like a, all right, the, the Crunch Podcast now has this one size fits all solution. And this is how we're going to get more adult converts. Like, we're going to sell not, so many books. We are going to sell so many books. Ave Maria once, Press, hit me up. Once Cuisinart. I forgive you. Once we get that Cuisinart money. 
<laughs> we're going to be going to Bed Bath & Beyond every single day because that's where the people are. You know, we're going to be out. <laughs> they were out in the synagogues. We're going to be out in the in the bath bath and Hey, tile hey, aisle. if you like if you like moderately priced dish towels, let me tell you about Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. Hey, nice <laughs> to meet you. Uh The problem is is that in America there is no place that people gather. And I just think we need to be a lot more willing to do things that seem hokey that other people do, right? Yeah. Like there is a place maybe not every day for door to door evangelization. Just cuz Mormons do it doesn't mean it's wrong. Exactly. And or Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses or Otherwise being who are, super nice would be a sin. That's true. Being super white would be a sin. Or um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway. <laughs> you haven't been on Twitter lately, have you? Okay. No, I have not. Um the or, you know, just because a guy who's trying to sell pesticides, like you're really annoyed by that guy, you know, who wants to do your yard work and you're like, oh, I can't believe they come to my door. This is where I live. I can't believe he can like, drink that pesticide. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this guy came to this guy came to our house once and selling pesticides and he was like, I can drink it. And I was like, it's like, do it right. Now. I was like, I was like, wake up. Wake up. What? Why? Why just fall over? OK, never mind. Go on. All right. That's OK. I, yeah. No, he actually did that. He was like, ah, it's so clean. I can drink it. And I was like, you can drink Coca-Cola too, but I don't want to spread that on my garden, you know? Anyway. Interesting. What a, what a convo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I think there's, there's a room for opening up our mind a little bit of, okay, it needs to be more than just, we're going to have a gala once a year and we're going to have our youth ministry events and we're going to have the golf tournament and we're going to have the Knights of Columbus pancake breakfast that's pro-life and the sausage sale. And then we're going to do the fish fries. And that's kind of like the extent of the oh, parish you have no idea life, it know? takes so much time and energy i brought it up i brought up at a meeting this this book that i was reading rebuilt okay rebuilt's got uh-huh. like got some flaws but they were talking yeah. about how and now they're in a very wealthy part of maryland so it's like this may be a this may be a, an anecdotal evidence but they were like we don't do fundraisers we don't do fundraisers what do they, what do, they do they do stewardship drives at the end in november they do a stewardship drive and it's like you do pledges and it's like i pledge to give this much next year and then if you don't they check up on you like hey you promised this are you still going to do that yes or no and then you know um and they give like handwritten thank you cards to people who donate for the first time and they like thank people and they the top the top five donors they take out to dinner Mm -hmm. um and all this stuff it's just like real it's exactly like fundraising for your mission right how many pancake breakfasts have you done ethan uh the only pancake breakfasts I've done are the ones for the college students. Yeah, not to fundraise like, your salary. No, not at no. all. Yeah, and that's exactly that's the other thing too. Like for a college campus, this is the reason why a lot of college centers, like or a place like Franciscan, or even just like Saint Isidore's at K State, or um, here at Tulsa, or just any college center, is probably more vibrant than the average parish because there's like a council of students who, in their free time, they plan social events that are just that just exist to be social events. Yeah. Because I brought up I brought of... up no fundraisers at the meeting. I got laughed at. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were like, "How are we gonna How are we gonna pay for stuff?" And I was like, "Simple. You just tell people, hey, you can't donate ten percent. That's fine. How's one percent? Just commit to one percent for the next couple of years." Right. Everybody giving one percent more is a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. One percent more of zero is not a lot. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, but that that's more my parish opinions. I think my personal opinions is like uh, people gather at bars. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to have theology on tap to go talk to someone at a bar. No, it doesn't. I talk have to, to people at bars all the time. An event. You know how you know you know you know who's the most willing to talk to you? Someone who's two drinks in. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. 
sometimes this is something that I've found being out on campus. We've done a lot of barehanded. I guess it's not evangelization technically. It's just barehanded get to know this person. Yeah. Um, Cause I think people t- put too much. This is, this is the every niche about part of the podcast. Um, <laughs> people put too much pressure on themselves when they walk up to a stranger that they feel like they have to give the five step, five point gospel presentation in that conversation. It's so, uh, that's so complicated. It's, it's only it's a lot. Well, okay. Depends on what you want to do, but you don't have to verbally teach a person what the gospel is and invite them, you know, into the Catholic church in that conversation. When you meet a stranger, you might not ever talk to them again, but you might. And so just like, think about every friendship that you've ever had. That's like been a deep and lasting friendship. Your first conversation with that person was probably not very meaningful at all. You probably got their name. You probably, you know, found out you had some common interests and then you probably, the next time you saw each other, you're like, Oh, it's the person with the name and the common interests. Cool. <laughs> like, and then, and then you just slowly started to hang out with them more and more and more. And that's just, and now that's your yeah. best friend, you know? And, uh, obviously that doesn't happen. That happens differently in college and high school and mm-hmm. in young adulthood than it does later on in life. But I think the best thing that we can do is kind of let go of that need of like, Oh, I have to be the person to tell this guy or this girl, everything they need to know about the Catholic faith and the Eucharist and the gospel and everything. It's just like, Hey, what's your name? What do you like to do? Where are you from? Where are you going? Like, why are you here? <laughs> Come back. All stop of, that. <laughs> stop that. Why are you running away from me? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you about Jesus. You, uh, you're getting on the bus. Something that I definitely want to do after we get out of debt is have like a coffee and beer budget for like just buying mm-hmm. someone a coffee or a beer. And I yeah. would love to see it if parishes did that. Like, could you mm-hmm. imagine if parishes had like hired really awesome evangelists and just gave them like a stipend to just take people out to lunch and, you know. Don't even hire me. Just give me $100 a month. <laughs> or yeah not not even that like less than and i i would do i would go places that people would be scared to go to i would hit up happy hour and i would go and i would talk to people and it'd be like hey do you want a beer and they'd be like sure and i'd be like you do have to talk to me though and they'd be like cool are you hitting on me and i'd be like no no <laughs> yeah it's there's there's lots of like little little practical things i have done this about. before I have, yeah. I've done this before. Yeah. I, I told a story a while ago about, I was at a theology on tap and I met someone who was Catholic and then left because they were same sex attracted and they felt estranged from the church. Mm. It was a crazy conversation, but she was like, I've never felt not judged by a Catholic before. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. Even just the, the very act of, of opening your eyes and looking up and looking around, like you probably have neighbors that you've never talked to. You probably have, there's probably a homeless person that lives somewhere near you that you've never talked to. There's probably people at your work that you've never talked to. Like there's just this, when we start thinking about things a little bit differently and not like in terms of, Oh, all of my ministry and all of the mission happens at the church during these events. And more so like I am the ministry of the church. Like I am the mission of the church when I'm <laughs> yeah. not in the building. That's, that is what I, who I am and what I do. Yeah. Um, and just treating like humans, like they're human beings, like not being afraid to, hold up the line at the coffee shop that you're at because you want to ask the barista some questions, you know, or like have a, have a regular cut. Like people can wait and they're going to be fine. You know, I feel like we we're get, we get so much social pressure of like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm burdening other people when I stop and have a conversation <laughs> with someone. Yeah. It's like, no. Or if I, you know, if I want to stop and, and give some food and pray with the guy who's on the side of the highway, but like I'm at a stoplight and there's cars behind me. It's like, they can wait or they can go around. Like it's actually not the end of the world that I inconvenience other people by living out the mission of the church. It's probably actually <laughs> better that that's what I do, you yeah. know, cause we're, we're too polite. Like we're too worried that we're going to 
it was probably very It's not even politeness. It's pride. It's you not wanting to be, you know, anyway. It probably, probably if the if most people these days were like thrown in jail and the angels opened up the cell doors for them, they would have been like, ah, I don't want to cause any, you know, yeah, I got, I got, I got three squares. I'm good. Yeah. Like I don't want the jailers to think that I was trying to leave, you know, like, <laughs> that's just silly. Okay. We got some All time right. for Dr. Ethan's dating corner. I think that was good. It was good. It was, little, it was great chat. You came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. We got sent two questions. Would you like me to read those or some of the funny ones I got from the Catholic dating subreddit? I would like the the user submitted ones to take uh, precedence. Okay, cool. Precedence. I got some really fun ones from the Catholic okay. Things. Okay, right. we can we can dip uh, into that if we. Need first to. off, hi Patrick and Ethan. After listening to Hello. your podcast today, hello. I thought you might be amused at the marriage relationship situation of a couple of families I know. I'm not making this up. My best friend is the younger sister of one of the families. They are super normal people and have healthy relationships. I'm using fake names. Okay. Family one, the Smiths. Family two, the Browns. Family three, the Johnsons. Okay. Oh boy. These families have more than one children. I'm not going to name them for simplicity's sake. Uh, oh, these families have more children. Okay. The families, the Smith children, Adam, Ben, Caleb, and Daniel, the Brown children, Tom, Claire, and Sally, and the Johnson's daughters are Mary and Anne. Adam Smith and Tom Brown both joined the same religious monastery, making them brothers. Cool. Uh, Caleb Smith married Claire Brown. Ben Smith married Sally Brown. Daniel Smith married Mary Johnson, and Mary Johnson is in the same... Wait. Is in the same convent as my sister? Hold on. Mary, Daniel Smith married Mary Johnson... Mary Johnson is in the same convent as your sister. It's got to be Anne's Anne Johnson. Probably. Probably yeah. Anne. You probably just messed up. I yeah. was going to say you can't double you can't double dip. That's not fair. Uh-uh. Um, not fair. making them sisters. Uh that's really funny. If Caleb and she said and we're Anne, not from we're not from Arkansas. That's what she said. <laughs> if Caleb and Anne take 3 hours to do the same task that it takes uh <laughs> Daniel and Tom uh 4 hours, how long will it take them if they all do it together and they know that their parents are all watching? um this person told me not to uh not to use real names but i can't tell if they put fake names in just do a double do a double fake name just i'm I'm double i'm doubling up the fake name what if i choose what if i choose all of their real names what if i did that that'd be hilarious okay (laughs) please don't use our real names feel free to edit out details you feel are extraneous i'm not going to i have a crush on my best friend bob's boyfriend's ken it's roommate Jerry. Okay, so well, okay, her all best right. friend, whoop, 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 her whoop. best friend's boyfriend's roommate. Best okay. friend's boyfriend's roommate. Okay, so her it. best friend is a boy named Bob, and Bob has a boyfriend. Wait, what? Okay, we're open-minded here at the Crunch. We um, uh, are we? No. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I actually edited a guy's name on accident. Oh, just, I did. I did. You, okay. I was about to say. Gosh. <laughs> so it was. I, she gave me a gender neutral name that I edited to a boy's name. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Choose, I think I'll choose the gender neutral name. Okay. I think her best friend might be <laughs> might be a lady. I think that might be a lady name. Okay. 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 My my best friend Claire's boyfriend's Ben Ken's roommate Jerry. Okay. So got it. Don't choose. Don't choose gender neutral names. Okay. It's confusing to me. Um, I have a crush on my best friend, Claire. So her best friend name is Claire. Claire has a boyfriend named Ken and Ken has a roommate named Jerry. And that's who she's got a crush on. So it's got it. Jerry and, and, um, Sherry. Asker. We'll do Sherry. Sherry. Sherry is the question. Sherry asker. Sherry is a question asker. Sherry and got Jerry it. are Sherry and Jerry. OTP. Okay. 
For context, we're all Catholic in our mid-twenties. We've hung out as a group several times, and I've seen him in passing with Claire at their house. The problem is, Jerry just got out of a long-term relationship a couple of months Uh. ago. I've been hesitant to try to start anything with him. He has also told Claire and Ken that he's not looking to start anything new because of the breakup, and he wants to move away in the near future, maybe the end of the summer. This is very urgent. He recently found out that his ex was in a new relationship, and he took it pretty hard. He ended up Mm. texting a girl he had dated briefly when he first moved here. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, The rebound. We've all been there, man. Get over. It's okay. It's tough. (laughs) We've all been there. You're going to be fine. (laughs) It's not good. Um, He ended up texting a girl he dated briefly when he first moved here, but she was looking for a serious relationship, so he's already broken off things with her. I know all this through Claire, not Jerry. Um, Oh, Claire. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure what to do at this point since he's been pretty clear on not wanting anything serious. Should I continue hanging out like we've been and just see what happens? Your patient, Sherry. We got real fake names here, folks. Real fake names. Real fake names on the pod. Sherry. I think think it's easier when you're rebounding. It's easier to go for... Okay, let's let's say you're really hungry. It's easier to get the food on the bottom shelf. That all right? That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not. This is I will. Not, this, I will. But they're all human the beings thing. with human dignity. If you're if you're weak, you're gonna go for the easy fruit. All right, that's what you're gonna do. Well, this is what I'm saying. Is I think Sherry, obviously, you are number one, top tier in my book because you wrote into this podcast. S tier. S tier. S tier. You're up there with Fox. You're up there with Marth. Every. This ha! is just okay. Sorry. Yeah, Smash anyway. Bros. stuff. Smash Bros. stuff. I was like the uh, news organization. It's <laughs> 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 like. It's like all right. No, it's weird. Bernie Madoff does not listen to this podcast, nor will he. Ever. <laughs> uh, this is just for Jeff. Just for Jeff. So, Sherry, you're my number one. Jerry probably wouldn't be saying things like "I don't want to start a relationship with anybody" and texting other women if he was into you. You you missed it. She knows all of this through Claire. So Jerry has not told her this. Oh, okay. Jerry has not been so yeah, if 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 you're you're correct in your assessment. If Jerry was saying, Yeah, I don't want to be in a serious relationship to her, absolutely uh-huh. he definitely doesn't want to date her. But he's yeah. not saying that. I think she should see what happens. I think well, I think you should do a bit more than see what happens. Okay. Like th- you're you are in a we're driving towards a cliff. Right. This is the this is <laughs> the cliff of serious. Jerry. This is the cliff of Jerry moving away. Oh yeah, that's right. This is Indiana Jones three. The tank is going towards the the edge of the cliff, and your your satchel is attached to to the tank, and you're trying to get. And they're, and they're trying to figure out whether to make Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and people are like, "Don't like, do it!" And they don't just do it. it. It's not a good idea. And then Shia LaBeouf is the new Indiana Jones, and he I puts on the hat at the end weird. of the fourth movie, indicating the passing of a dynasty. But they never make a fifth. They never movie. make a fifth one. So he's just he just puts on the hat, and then the theme song plays, and he walks out of the church when Indiana Jones and Marion get married. But then, and then they he don't follow never it. Never does up. anything else, Nothing, and he just no. grows a rat tail and makes a viral video in 2015, and he becomes a meme. Yeah, like what? Goals. Okay, so Sherry, I think you need to do a bit more than uh I think you need to do a bit more than see what happens. Yeah. You gotta you start to, you might need to make some moves. You need to make some moves. And normally, obviously, we say, hey, the guy needs to be investing in the relationship, the guy needs to be the one taking the lead. But if the guy Jerry could have no clue that you're into him. I would say it's it might be likely. It's, I think it's 99% positive that Jerry is absolutely clueless. He probably thinks that you're just Claire's friend. 
He probably has not even considered the fact that like, oh, maybe she would be open to this, you know? So what you have to do is you got to start drizzling it on. <laughs> you got to be like, you got to like touch his shoulder and be like, hey, can I get you a glass of water? Works every time. It does that work every time? I don't know. Uh, it depends on the situation. I feel like if he's just woken up, like maybe, <laughs> maybe not, you know, but if he's, if he had just coughed and, and she comes over and is like, hey, you want some water? Then maybe, yeah. Can you imagine just waking up in the morning, someone's there, touches you on the shoulder. Hey, you need some water? Hey. Listen, that just, that, just, that just hits all the love languages, okay? That, that hits all it of does. them. Shul- yeah. the physical, physical touch, and you got acts, service, gifts, and then the other two. Drinking. <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> Beverages. <laughs> My love language. That's My love beverage. language is liquid. <laughs> My uh, love language is, is gas. So that was... <laughs> What are what are some other ways that Shelly Sherry could uh drizzle this on? Just really I mean, lay it on thick. I don't know, man. It's like just make an effort to talk to him more, you know, get to know him. You might just just, you know, he'll 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 pick up the hints if you drop him hard enough. You got to like kind of throw him to the ground yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You also have a great backdoor cut available oh yeah yeah wait hold on you you're golden if if it if it works out yeah well you got the long distance thing but if it doesn't work out he's out he's gone well i was thinking more so like well that's true at this point all right i take it all back you just got to go in and just start very obviously flirting with him oh like this is don't drop hints drop no hints drop no hints straight up like calling cards you know like be like i did this you know (laughs) this was the zodiac killer Okay, I did it. <laughs> I think, I mean, maybe just short of, of asking him out, but just saying, like, I really think you're handsome. <laughs> yeah, like, if you, if you, if he's, like, walking out. I think out you'd make a great father to my children. Like, <laughs> just start saying sentences like that. That's what, that's just... a much. No, but if you, like, if you guys, like, go on a mass one day and he comes out and he's, like, wh- like be like, wow, you look really handsome. Works yes. every time. Every Dare single I say, time. Don't, don't, don't call him hot. That's just for fiancés. Don't call him. Don't call don't him do hot. That. Don't do that. But just say, "Wow, you but, really, but you really ladies, look good." If, if your if your fellow ever dresses up and you call him hot, he'll love you forever. I love that you've been such a good man of God in my life. It's a bit. That's a bit. No, I'm just kidding. That that works no, too. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think that you and I have just so much in common, mm-hmm. Jerry. <laughs> and, <laughs> Jerry, why do birds hover in the sky every time? You walk by, just like me. They long to be close to you. <laughs> Wait, it's bees. Bees hover in the sky. Birds suddenly yeah. appear every time you draw near. That's what it is. What is that? It's a song. Sing Jerry a song that he doesn't know, and he'll pretend <laughs> to be impressed. Just say, hey, Jerry, I'm going to be sitting alone at this nice restaurant nearby in case you want to show up at 7 o'clock wearing nice clothes and, <laughs> and pay for me. Oh, man, that's great. I have a meeting to go to, so. Okay, yeah, you got to get going. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like that's not very actionable. I think, Sherry, you just got to really just pull the quiver, arrow out of the quiver. Yeah. Just grab the, the tri- grab the triceratops by the horns and just And just plant one it. on him next time you see him. <laughs> Just grab that boy by his ears and just, and just yank kiss forward. Him. <laughs> just see how it goes. Just no, don't happens. do that. That's definitely don't do assault. That. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't yeah, do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, use your friends 
talk to Claire, get her to feel out the waters for you. Use like, your friendships. Look, yeah. Have like a secret meeting and like have Claire mm-hmm. get her, get her boy in it, you know? Yeah. Claire's cause Claire's dating. Uh, you got an in Ken. Girl, Just be like, golden. Hey Ken, Ken ask Jerry for me if he likes me. And then yeah. tell Ken, tell Jerry to ask me out. Like you just, you've got the ins. Nothing wrong. You've with got that. the backdoor cut. Nothing wrong if, with that. If he's, if it's, if it's bad and it doesn't work out, he's moving away anyway. You've got nothing Phoebe to lose. Phoebe found out I liked her before I asked her out because her roommate told her, Phoebe and her roommate were having a conversation and she was like, I think we're just friends. And Holly was, she was like, I, I like him, but I think we're just going to be friends. And Holly was like, no, he likes you. <laughs> nice. Nice. nice <laughs> shout nice. out. Shout out Holly. Yeah. We need good friends. So have, have Claire and Ken listen to this and Claire and Ken. If you're listening, and I know that you guys are. I know you are. If you don't come through, Sherry's just going to walk in one day and plant one on Jerry. And <laughs> you got to like, prevent that from happening. You have to stop that from happening. It's now your responsibility because she's obligated to listen to our advice because we're professionals. We got we got countdown to the plant, okay? Sunday countdown, plant, at, plant countdown. <laughs> Sunday at 12 p.m. Sunday Eastern, at 12 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time is plant, is plant o'clock. Okay? You have, Sherry, you have 24 hours. <laughs> you, have, you have 24 hours. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to plant one on Jerry. <laughs> this message will self-destruct. <laughs> this podcast will self-destruct. Please pull over to the side of the road and get as far away from your car as possible. <laughs> Dozens of people crying out, wondering, Sherry, why? <laughs> Sherry, why? Sherry, why did you do this? Okay. All right. We're on. It's, it's Sherry Watch 2021. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash the Crunchcast if you want to be a part of Sherry Watch. Um, we're all going to be posting all week long. Everybody post a picture on facebook.com slash group slash the Crunchcast of you with your favorite appliance with handles. I just we got to get that. It. And then just plant one, plant <laughs> one on your appliance. <laughs> uh, Patrick, do you have anything else? Patreon? Maybe you want to do a little yeah, Patreon? Patreon.com slash the crunch, uh, the crunchcast.com. If you want to get some apparel, um, <laughs> we have shirts. I <laughs> Those hoodies coming in time for Christmas. So Here's the thing: Do people want merch? Do people like the merch is fine? What they really so want... many, so many people told me they want hoodies. Really? Dang it! Well, we yes. got to get it then. Anyway, so many people it's... want Biblecast. Okay, and that that's something we can produce for free. Okay, Biblecast uh, is coming. Biblecast is coming. All right, uh, pretty good pod. Thanks Thank for you. chatting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope your meeting goes well. Thank you. And um, I hope that this podcast gets released on time. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> do you have anything else for the people tune in tune in next week for a live reading of my next script triceratops nato thank you all for listening please pray for us we'll be praying for you and we'll see you all next week When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.